happy Thursday evening, everyone. And I'm not going to ask Amy about what she knows, especially after muting her like that. I know, know I that. You know I do that intentionally, right? I know many things, Greg. I know many things. Yes, you do. If we you, ever you have some... friends, you should run because I know so many things. And you have the pictures to prove it. <laughs> I do. I do. True statement. Oh, True statement. I'm, I'm going to regret sending you that. It is the greatest thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> Love it. I technically have blackmail on you, Greg. Like, I feel so powerful. So powerful. <laughs> it will only happen once. <laughs> sure. sure. If you we are actually here today to talk about the hardships of starting a first-year convention. And we have New Wave, New Wave Expo with us. It's from Corpus. And we have... Baycon, which is up in Dallas-Fort Worth area, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think you can hear us yet. Uh, I can slightly hear y'all. <laughs> it's in the Houston area. Nice! Oh, yeah, I'm trying to still get my stuff to fix. I'm using my phone now. Sorry. Oh, hey. it's all good. I'm glad that you can hear us, because I was telling Greg before he rudely interrupted me that if we were <laughs> playing the quiet game, you would win. Like, he flat out won the game. 100%, man. You won. Thanks. And Chris is actually watching, and Chris and his wife, I believe, run uh, Black Hills Con up in South Dakota. Yeah. So, we have conventions all over the place. Chris Hayes from Cowtown. Oh, man, we're just getting all these conventions coming in today. Welcome. So... Let's talk a little bit about difficulties. I think one of our biggest issues will probably be finding sponsors because we're in a small town. I think that's going to be one of our issues. Yeah. What do you think, City. Amy? For Tri-City Comic Con? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if finding sponsors is going to be hard. I think just the undertaking of doing a show and it's your first year, right? I think you encounter so many things right you encounter so many different like issues and learning curves and adjustments that i think as smoothly as you want your first year to go i think there's always going to be like that one where you're just like man this was like a headache on wheels but i'm gonna do it all again this is all the things i learned <laughs> like i'm all, i'm game for that though like i think as you learn as you go and you grow and expand different things you know you figure out what works and what doesn't work so i don't I think see. that's the hardest part i don't think sponsors is hard i think it's making sure that you put off like a badass show as smooth as possible for the attendees and the vendors you know no matter what's going on behind the scenes that it doesn't overflow into the actual show that to me is the hardest part well i'll let mish go first because Baycon has already happened for their first year. Miss, you're muted. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I guess for us, like, it's just, it's really a struggle with a multiple things. Like I have um, another co-founder. And so like my vision's a little bit different than his vision. And so we kind of try and meet in the middle and sometimes he wins, sometimes I win. So that's one of the things. But 
a lot of um, vendors right now, they're, they're like contacting or they have been contacted the last couple of months. What was your attendance last year? And like, um, how many vendors do you have and how many tickets are sold? And I've been in this industry off and on for about 20 years now. And a lot of these, these people, they, they, they buy tickets last minute or the day of the event, but mm -hmm. also conventions um, really struggle with, um, with sponsorships. If you don't have it just because they want to know those things too. And who are your special guests? And um, I think that like getting everything established and you spend a lot of money that first year. And, but I would have to say, I, I tip my hat to Paycon. I really, really do because um, we have been to 20 conventions this year and all 20 conventions, I would say that Baycons is the most successful that we went to because they did it right in their first year. And I, I want to be like them next year because they, they didn't overspend on money and they, they knew what they were. And like, there was a, there was a flow the whole time. There was, there was never a dull moment and there was a flow and like, there was not one upset vendor and like everybody was happy the whole entire time. And that's very hard. That is very, very hard to do. So <laughs> I want to be like you, Bacon. I want to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing also is space because trying to find the yes. with the space. So this is, this is our space and I, I have the map ready to go but i'm just not gonna bring i wasn't gonna put it out here but this is our space and so it's a good amount of space but and i was like man how are we gonna fill it and now i'm like how are we going to do this like not and now i'm like oh there's an echo and now there's like too much and I feel like we should have been this glorified um, toy show to begin with. And now we have all these special guests and voice actors and like we brought in our own restaurants and as, when it, with an event center, um, a lot of times you get, um, you get what the concession stand has, but we went through our contract and everything and we did it. We, we ended up getting our own restaurants. And so we have local restaurants and going to be at our show and everything. And now we're kind of pressed for time and we're pressed for space now. Yeah, y'all show was less than a month away. Yeah, don't remind we, me. We, we actually have the advantage where we're still just a tad bit over a year. Tad bit. Okay, well, wait. Let me let me make <laughs> you guys feel a little bit better. Greg literally started planning this and booked everything out like two year, like well at the beginning of this year, February. way before it goes out. Okay, so okay. technically, I feel like that was just like I would have just been like, all right, it's January, we're gonna knock this out, we're gonna have it all done by November, right? Like that would have been my mindset, just because like I don't know what I'm doing, right? So I would have just done that. But do y'all have do y'all have another convention in y'all's um, town or city? Not this is the first one in East Texas. Yeah. 
going up. Well, that's another struggle of a first year convention with somebody else that already has something established here in our city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a struggle just because like theirs is in June or July. I think it's July. And like ours is in October and um, like, so we're two different seasons away from each other completely. And um, like, we've just hit some struggles. Like they're like, oh, you're, you're competing against them. And I'm like, we're not really. I mean, I feel like we're, we're two different conventions that um, there's, there's more than enough entertainment for everybody. Like yeah. we're not taking money from them and they're not taking money from us. It's two well, different ones. Yeah. I don't even know if you have to be like in the same city though, because there's so many that happen between like where Greg lives and like north of where I live. Well, I like to say that Greg lives in the middle of nowhere because I don't know where Greg, you know, like I've never heard of where Greg lives. But <laughs> anyways, just saying. But it's a whole new world over there for me, man. But like <laughs> between where Greg lives and like north of where I live, I mean, there's so many conventions and they're all like so big that, you know, each one wants to dominate and they're like, I'm just gonna, I don't know. They just like become like Darth Vader or like. Well, no some of them can be friends. Right. I mean, like when we went to San right? Juan, like they were like, oh, you need to come to our show and you'll have a table there. And I was like, awesome. You can come to our show and have a table. And I know your show's already done with, but you, I'm sure you, you still want to advertise and stuff like that. And, and yeah. so like we've invited them, but but HCon, not to call HCon out. So sorry if anybody's from HCon, but somebody's from HCon said we didn't even know that they didn't like us until we got here. And um, I think um, Bon no, Kamehacon. I think that they said the same thing. And um, like so, like they're from two different cities, and mm -hmm. they just mm -hmm. like. One person doesn't even know that the other convention doesn't even like them, and you're just like, okay, I guess we're enemies. Like, right? We don't have I any. That's, that's the craziest thing, though, is it's kind of like I don't know where. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's like smaller cons. Greg's more my con goer. I'm just recently started. Going, I noticed but... it from the bigger cons. Yeah, I really noticed from the bigger cons that they are like that. It's not the smaller cons. I think that with the smaller cons, like they remember where they came from and they know the struggles. Like I'm sure as like, I say that Bacon was super successful, but I'm sure he had his struggles and he's over there being all humble and quiet. And Bacon, we need the secrets, man. We need <laughs> the secrets. Tell us. I have oh, okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the secret. He's ready. I'll give you, I'll give you the secret sauce if you want it. Yes. So at Baycon, we believe we have a motto and we live and breathe it. And it's ABH, always be hustling. Uh, you just got to always be hustling. Yeah. Uh, you're, anytime there is a convention or a Japanese festival, anything that can correlate to our convention, mm -hmm. me and my team were there and we were handing out flyers. We get a lot mm -hmm. of guerrilla marketing. We just walk up to people at Barnes and Nobles, at restaurants, at other conventions. I didn't I didn't ask the conventions if I could do it. I just went and went, hey, do you like nice. anime? 
and then handed him a flyer. <laughs> I like it. You just straight up, like, you had enough balls to just go and be like, I'm going to pass this out. You didn't even add. I love that. Yeah. I, 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 I owe a lot of it to my, uh, to one of my team members. Started. Yeah. Tell them why you started. Oh, why I started? Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I love this story. So, um, I throw really, really big birthday parties. <laughs> and uh every year they keep getting bigger and bigger and i always planned about six months out and it was december of 2021 and i was like all right what should i do for my birthday in july and i was all like let's do a cosplay themed birthday because the year before was called bacomania and i made t-shirts that had my face on them and said bacomania cups that said bacomania and lanyards i think i have one over here somewhere and i was like what do you make how do you make a cosplay birthday party and i was like when i just make a convention and I couldn't stop thinking about how I could run it, how I can make a convention. I have five years of event experience because I work uh, for the city that I live in and I do event planning and, pro and programs. So I know the vendor side and I was like, I think I could do this. And I told my friend who helps me, uh, Drew, I was like, hey, I think we could do this. And he's like, can you do it in six months? I was like, I don't know. And then a week later, I was like, hey, the website's live, we're doing this. <laughs> I just yeah. couldn't stop thinking about it. So. I want to go to one of your birthday parties. Like, well, oh, I no God. longer do my birthday party because it became <sighs> Bacon now. Well, I mean, I need to go to that. When it, when <laughs> is your birthday? My birthday is July fifth. Oh my gosh! You have got to be kidding me. You why? Have got to be kidding me. Holy no, cow, no. man! Okay, let me no. tell you my birthday timeline. Okay, because okay. it's we can't to this conversation. <laughs> All right. So, my birthday is June thirtieth. Okay, my husband's birthday is July 6th, and my daughter's birthday, my oldest, is July 8th. Oh I kid you not, right? Wow. I know. And so now you're on the 5th. So now it's like, <laughs> man, what the hell? Like, come on, man. Like, we're just destined to be friends. We are never <laughs> going to be friends, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Now, now you got to add a person. Actually, you got to add about three more people to that birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to, or you're, you know, I need to come to your, your Comic-Con. I love dressing up and doing cosplay. I don't have the time nor the patience to make my own. I'm not going to lie. So I buy mine, but that's also because I have two little kids and I'm doing good to remember my name by the end of the day. Okay. So I agree with, yeah. I agree with that 100% from Chris. So, so well said mm -hmm. concept run out of love or what makes the experience. It's the cash grab cons that ruin the experience. For yeah. the fans, and I was actually going to say that one of the biggest things is is that when you have people that are like, "Oh, we hate this con, we hate this con," that, that's going to make you ruin the experience. The cons should be made for the fans; they shouldn't yeah. be made for like the cash grabs. It should be basically for the fans. And that's yeah, when I when I when I started mine, I didn't think about breaking even. Or any of that, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna be in the hole, <laughs> but I want to do it because it sounds like a fun idea. I think I can do it. I think I can bring the experience, and and I I promote it as a small one day convention, and and people just kept vendors and and artists just kept coming and cosplay guests were like, hey, we'll do it. And I was like, really? You're come to this small town outside of Houston? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> Where is it at? So uh, this last, this my first one, we held it in Alvin, Texas, which is like 30. No way! 
Oh my yeah. god! I used to live over in like Clear Lake, Webster area, okay. so like forty-five minutes from there. I my sister's husband's from Alvin, so I know where yeah. Alvin is. So yeah, that's that's where we did it. We did it um, in the Alvin. So uh, where I work, it doubles up as a um, rental on the weekends. So I already knew how to book the area I was in. I had the home field advantage of being in a space that I work at and having keys and access to it so I could plan the day before without having to pay extra and stay a little later and know all the ins and outs of how to make things work. Yeah. Uh, nice William, we have to reset every so often. So if you go up and hit the StreamYard link, it should put you back on with your yeah. name. I'll send him the link in the comments. Okay. Man, that's cool though. I'm telling you, we were just destined to be friends, man. Like. This is I was destined to be on here and to be y'all's friend. That is for sure. <laughs> the, the Amy way. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's creepy, but like if you ever like actually hang out with me or you know get to talk to me more, things like this happen to me all the time. It's like very divine. It's very well, you're going to be a new wave expo, right? I am. I'm and super excited about it. To Bacon, right? Yeah, I am. Oh I just gosh. got. I just yeah. got my tablecloth in today too, so I'm pretty happy about that. Great. We're all destined to be BFFs. Like I'm pretty sure. Now, okay, disclaimer. I have to give this disclaimer, and I do it all the time. Greg's had it so many times that he's probably irritated with me. But uh, my personality is a lot to handle. Okay, like it's legit. It's 100 percent this all the time. <laughs> all the time. And if I'm not like. Yeah, if I'm not sitting at a table, I'm up doing shit. Like, I don't know if I'm running around. If I'm in, like, my, my Gwenham outfit, then I'm, like, just having fun and you don't know who I am because my mask is on, and that's, like, the most fun. So, yeah, I'm constantly uh, 100% this. Hey, Elby. Just a disclaimer, because I feel like if I don't disclaim you and you meet me, you're going to tell Greg and be like, holy shit, she's so much to handle. Like, I need a break. <laughs> so I'm now so you can kind of prepare, prepare for everyone you meet me. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a larger than life kind of personality, so I get it. I love it. He's probably going to say, here's 100 just for dealing with her. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true statement. It's a true statement. <laughs> It is a lot, uh, for sure. Patron, patron, first thing. Greg deals with Amy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She's, but, not that, uh, she's not that bad. I like to think I'm not, but I'm biased because it's myself. Um, but what kind of like difficulties, I guess, have both of y'all kind of in, encountered in terms of like running your show or getting ready for it? I think I think one of the big ones, like I said, it's um, that we have another convention here in Corpus Christi, and like everyone thinks like we're in war with them, and we're like, no, we wish them the best, and but um, like or they'll get us confused and stuff like that, and then um, whenever we try to go and get sponsorships, they're like, oh well. Um, this is your first year. Let's see what happens next year and um, see if you can become bigger than Corpus Christi Comic Con. And I'm like, oh, well, we're not going to be bigger than Corpus Christi Comic Con because they'll always be bigger because they have so many, like, four or five years ahead of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, 
I feel like they're kind of trying to like set us up for failure. And I'm like, we're just, we're going to be us. <laughs> we're not in competition with anybody. We're going to be us. Yeah. And so, like, that's a big, big struggle with us. There, there used to be RealmsCon, and then it, like, RealmsCon kind of got a bad name and a bad reputation. And, like, and I, and I used to volunteer with them and everything. And I kind of wish that they came back and, and then there's Corpus Christi Comic Con and like they're still existing and stuff like that. So it's hard to get those sponsorships. It's really, really hard. And we don't have like um, very many selections for event centers and stuff like that. So that's another struggle. Mm -hmm. And like with the, the price that we got for one day, it's still way more expensive than if we did at a hotel for the whole weekend. And so you're just like, gosh, like I wish that we would have gone that route. And it's a yeah. lot of should have, could have, would haves and stuff like that. Yeah. But we're already planning, we're planning um, like this one hasn't even happened and we're planning like six months down after this one, we're going to do a six month one and then that's going to be a smaller one. And then, we're going to do another year one next October. Oh, okay. Nice. So have like one that is in between, a smaller one in between. Yeah. So one of them, okay. So one of them's going to um, be at a hotel. Like the six month one is going to be at a hotel. That's going to be for the whole weekend. And yeah. I say that one's smaller just because it's not a convention center. It's not a big, big convention center. Mm -hmm. But like, I think my personal opinion the best conventions are at hotels because it's nonstop. Like you have like the anime, um, like the, you have the anime room and you have like, um, like people are just like continuing to play. And like, I went to furry fiesta, which was very, very different than a regular convention, a furry fiesta, like with, with furries and stuff, very, very different. But, um, like four o'clock in the morning and they're still playing games and stuff like that. I want that experience. I want to be able to like have the party going from Friday afternoon to Sunday afternoon. And like, we have like, I want to try to make it that we get so many like grants and so much um, like sponsorship that we can have it free for everyone. Like you don't have to pay the vendors pay for it and the grants pay for it and stuff like that. But they don't do that for first year because they want they want first year numbers. And they want to see everything or print the numbers up ahead of time. So that's just that is like one of our number one struggles. I think we we like one of our sponsors that we wanted to get that we weren't able to get. Um, we worked on them since January, and then this week they told us, well, like maybe next year. And they're a food vendor. And so, but this was our only time that we could have food vendors. So next year, we're not going to be able to have it. And so it's gone. Like mm -hmm. all of that time that we spent on, on working with them and everything and bringing a voice actor to their restaurant and everything. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. that's, that's something that we have to do, but it's still really, really hard to swallow. Because you have to put a lot of effort into those sponsorships and give them a lot of information and everything and kind of do like a song and dance for them. And then they, and then them tell you, 
no, it's not going to work out. Maybe yeah. next year. Yeah, I got to get with. Mm-mm. We'll probably be making a, a small announcement at your show. Oh, cool. Nice. So for our show, we'll be making a small announcement at your show. There you go. For me, the first the first year struggles was I had all my vendors and, and artists to sell locked down by like February. It was ticket sales that were taking forever to go. And I sold my tickets really cheap because I was like, I'm a one day convention, no one's gonna come. So let's let's undersell ourselves a lot. And I also had no voice actors at the time. So all I had were a couple cosplay guests coming from San Antonio and Louisiana. And I was like, well, I guess that's our niche is cosplay. Mm-hmm. And I was just steadily through like March and April, the ticket sales are really low. And I was like, oh, I started getting really nervous for my vendors because at, at that point it was more, it's not for me. I want to make sure the people that I invited, the people that are come here to sell things are going to make money. Mm-hmm. And eventually we, those started coming up because everyone's last minute. And our early registration sale ended in May. And that day we sold over a hundred in one day. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, the other thing is I had got asked questions. Are you going to have special uh, a special voice actor? And I was like, as a first time convention, I don't think I can afford it. All of it was coming out of pocket. And I got lucky uh, uh, was it five days before my convention at Chaotic Freedom Con, I ran into Chuck uh, Hebert. And um, I gave him I gave him a flyer and I was just inviting him to come out. I wasn't inviting him to be a guest or anything. I was like, why don't you come check us out? And he emails me that Monday and he's like, hey, I'll come if you uh, pay for a hotel night stay. And I was like, done, let's do it. <laughs> so I was like, I got a voice actor five days before my convention. Nice. And I, and I talked, and I talked to him. That's yeah. what he, he he gives he does that for all first year cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's really, really nice and he's easy to talk to. Yes. He's he was. He's very easy to easy to talk to, set up, get things or, organized. And it made me feel like I was legitimate. Like until mm-hmm. that moment, I felt mm-hmm. like I was kind of a convention. I felt like I was a half a convention. Yeah. And then as soon as I got one celebrity, I was all like, okay, I am a convention. <laughs> and so that was that was one of the worries for me. Um, the other one was I put down the deposit and as ticket sales and vendor sales came in, that eventually paid off the rental and it was getting really close. And then I still had to pay for other things. And I, uh, I eventually I went to try to go get a loan because I didn't have enough money and the bank had declined my loan. And I was just like, and that was like two weeks before my convention. And I was just like, Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And luckily everything worked out. And it, it, it was just so many things at once that gave me this like anxiety of like, Oh my God, it's not going to happen. I'm, it's just going to fail. <laughs> and, but I pulled it off and I was super happy about that. I think I like the last month and a half, I've been waking up. What if nobody shows up? What if the voice actors or the special guests, they cancel? What if the the place doesn't have power? What if nobody shows up? Like, what if, like, the tickets? Because, like I said, like, our demographics, they wait the last minute to buy tickets. And well, that- because that's, like, their kids or their their parents. And so so now, like, our, our general admission is 35 
and then it's a hundred for um, for VIP, and um, ten and under get in free. So like that's what we have. And I was thinking, I was like, I've seen other shows like they sell out on a lot of the stuff and everything. Well, so a lot of what these, and I'm not going to call out any names that I, um, any conventions that I worked for that do this, but a lot of conventions, what they do is like, they do like Friday, like if it's a full weekend, they do like Friday. So there's like, oh, they're sold out on Friday. So no more Friday tickets and no more Sunday tickets. So you have to get the whole weekend mm -hmm. or like no more early bird or like they, they scare tactic of, oh, well, there's only this many left because they want you to hurry up and buy those tickets because those tickets are really going to be like helpful. But with us. We have Ticketmaster, and we don't see that money until, like, a week after our show. Yeah. So, like, we're trying to sell tickets on the side. Like, they, they printed us tickets, but then also Ticketmaster, like, they have all these hidden fees and stuff. And so it ends up being really expensive because something that's supposed to be 35 online it's way more expensive and so we're trying to give it to the best price without like because we still have to pay their facility fee and we have to pay taxes and then it's and then it's our 35 so then do we occur that fee or do they occur that fee and it's it's so hard to determine like because like it can add up like really really fast and then we end up like owing a lot of money mm-hmm so no. it's just it's really scary <laughs> honestly is that, it's scary. is that the venue making you use Ticketmaster? yes okay. so um they have the monopoly so when we do our six month show at the hotel like we're going to do the the tickets ourselves and i know i think i think you told me greg right that you had um i can sit i can hook you up with somebody yeah. that will help you out just completely. because like it's all these hidden fees like when we first got with Ticketmaster, I I had a couple of people like message me saying, "Hey, um, we wanted to get VIP, but it's a hundred dollars. But then with all of the Ticketmaster, it's it would ended up being like a hundred and forty something on top, like a mm hundred -hmm. and forty something altogether." And I was like, "Holy crap! Mm -hmm. Like that's expensive!" Like. $40 more on top of your regular price. That's a lot. So like, but that's just something that we have to do. And then, like I said, we're bringing in the food, but next year they're not going to offer that. They're only, the only reason they offered it this time is because they were in the transition of um, getting rid of saver. And so like, that's how they, that's how they did it. But it's it's a pain it, it really is and it's a lot keeps you up at night especially yeah. i believe i believe that because ever since greg started planning this one and asked me to be a part of it i have lost sleep every night because i do live in fear one i mean greg's like how about this amy or how about that and i'm just like holy shit greg it's not till november man i i don't know but then at the same time i'm over here and i'm just like oh my god like what if nobody comes right yeah. that's mm -hmm. my biggest fear my biggest fear is what if nobody else like 
thought it was like a cool idea, right? Like, what if nobody sees your vision? Yeah. Right? Like, I love this shit and I'm so excited to like do it and like the logo and everything. I'm just like, yes, this is awesome, right? And then everybody's like, uh, right? And then I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, no no one else thinks this shit is as fun as I do, you know? Like, I don't even care about like making money from the event or anything like that. I want people to come and like have a fun experience, Mm -hmm. you know, like come and have a fun experience, meet some cool people, you know, find something that's like, you know, cute and not, I mean, it doesn't have to be cute. I guess it could be like deadly. I mean, if you want to like buy a battle axe or something, I don't know. You know, like something that's like different that you can't get, you know, online, like buy online, right. From like the vendors and stuff like that's more like what I care about is like having a full body like experience for everyone that mm-hmm. wants to come. Like everything else, I know I'm don't don't send me hater mail, okay, on this. But everything else, I don't really give a shit about. Like I want people to come and just have like a really fun time mm-hmm. and be like, man, you know what? I'm so glad that I bought these tickets because I didn't know what I was gonna do this weekend, and then I had mm-hmm. a fun ass time doing this. Right? That's really all I care about. Like. I don't really care about anything else. Well, that's not true. I care about one of the guests that we have. I already yeah. told Rick. I was like, you're going to have to handle that shit on your own because I'm going to be in line. Now, that is a true statement. But, like, everything else, I just want, like, that's my whole, like, vision and, like, going for it. And I know that that's also Greg's. So I live in fear of, like, me and Greg and the vendors and the guests that we've, like, brought in being the only people mm-hmm. there. You know, like, I don't know. That's like my biggest fear. So I don't know. It's just like, it's a, and it, ours is not for another year. And I have that pain. So. Well, one, one of the things that I told Amy, and it's like, look, I'm shooting at a very low number. I want 250. At 250, I'm happy. Anything above that, great. So well, people? Yeah. See, I'm doing right now. I just want ten, just ten people. <laughs> like I can high five. I will run around the entire friggin' place and high five you. Like I'm like ten is great. Hey, you know, I'm for both days. <laughs> like, just, great, like you know, I'm just like someone other than me and Greg and the vendors. You know, yeah. like someone else. Yeah, because I can't spend that much money on a vendor table. <laughs> I got low goals, man. I got low goals. That's how I'm like so happy. Wait. When I first did mine, I was like, I'll probably get 50 of my closest friends and then 50 strangers. Right. And that's 100. And then the numbers started going up a little bit. And I was like, maybe you will hit. I was like, realistic goal, 150. Unrealistic goal, 200 for, for the one day. And um, we got 500. <laughs> so Wow. <laughs> you had me was, when you said 50 of your friends. I'm over here trying to count all my friends, and they're on one hand. So the fact that you have 50 friends, I'm jealous. Because I, I don't. <laughs> I, I straight, I don't. I don't know if I just don't like this. I don't like people. That's probably well, why. I, like <laughs> I think one of the things that got me, and it was kind of surprising, actually, is because I think right before, I mean, literally two days before, or the day before Anime Houston, I got a message saying, hey, we want to do an interview with you. And it was Nacogdoches News. Yeah. And it's like, okay, when do you want to do it? Well, tomorrow. And it's like, oh, crap. So I got to go all the way out to Nacogdoches and then back to Houston. And it's like, no, we'll, we'll meet you at Livingston. And it's like, that will work. But that 
seeing that it's already being heard about is making me happy that the news yeah. actually wanted to cover us. I don't know. Those things just make me nervous because I'm like, well, it still has so far to go out, you know? And I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys, I feel like all of us experience the same anxieties, right? I'm just, I don't know. I guess I dramatize my experiences. Uh, <laughs> I try to Two weeks before my convention, I made myself sick. I had to call into work because I I don't I rarely get sick, and I was like, why do I like my stomach was hurting? I had a fever, and it just came out of nowhere. And the night before, I was just thinking about logistics and everything else, and it just made myself so sick about it. So yes, I will agree. Comic yes. Comic Conru, you're one. Oh my god, the the That's owner you. Got, the owner got COVID. Right oh, before the show. Yeah, he didn't even get to be there. He didn't even get to be at his own show. His very first show, he didn't even get to be at it. Wow. So my parents got COVID, right? Like two, three weeks before. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to stay at the house. I'm going to go stay at a friend's house for the next week or two because I cannot be sick. I Like, I, I have to be there. I'm, I'm the one with the, the vision for how it's going to be run, the layout. And I need to be there to tell my staff what to do, so... Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know. See, I don't know. I thrive in chaotic, stressful situations. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I do. And I tend to be like calm as a cucumber when that happens. But then it's like when you put me in that situation, then the day happens and then the day's over and all of this thing, you know, I literally... <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. It's it is yes, you're it, is. it is because of my mom. I do have superpowers. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, I feel like at the end of the day, like if I go home and like detox, even if I'm just like a vendor, right? And you know like the backstory and like things that are going on and stuff. I literally sometimes feel like it's just like you sitting in the room and like everything's just burning down. You're just like, no, it's all gonna be okay. And you just start rocking back and forth, you know, like you're the crazy person. That is soothing to me sometimes. So I feel like that's what's going to happen. So I'm just, you know, I'm already practicing that. And, you know, it's a soothing rocking back. I'm not the only crazy person in this room. I'm going to make Greg do that with me. I used to be a 911 dispatcher, so I can, I'm used to that. Greg, no, Mish, you thought you were the only one. You do the same thing? I thought yes. I was the only one because, like, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm like, okay. Fine, it's fine, it's fine. But I thought I was the only one, and I was. I've I've had like these panic attacks. I'm like, what if I get sick? What if mm -hmm. I can't go? What if my car doesn't want to work? What if I can't find a ride? Like just all kinds of crazy things. And then I'm like, I I just I don't know. <laughs> I have the same fear. If because Greg did tell me right because. Like this year, I didn't get to go to a lot of Comic Cons, right? The year before I did, this year I didn't get to go to a whole lot because one, there were so many stacked on top of each other. And two, they were like all around my kids' birthdays or like special things going on with my kids. And my kids are little, right? So Greg's like, Amy, you have to come to our Comic Con. And I'm over here living in fear that what if my kid gets sick or something happens or like, I don't know, something happens to... Josh and I can't be there. And then I have the wrath of Greg, which honestly is not that scary. So I'm not really worried about the wrath of Greg, but it's like, I don't get to be there, right? Like I've put so much time and effort into this show with Greg and I don't get to be there because of like unforeseen circumstances, mm -hmm. right? Cause at the same time, if my kid gets sick, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I'm gonna have the mom guilt that like I left my kid with my, you know, 
their dad so I can go to the show, but it's kind of like, I kind of want to go, you know? I don't know. I'll probably end up going at the same time and checking in on my kid at the same time, but I always live in fear that those like things are going to happen. And so it's not like, it's not like a business meeting, right? Where I can just be like, yeah, my kid's over there asleep. So if she wakes up, I got to go because she's not feeling good. But I can, you have my mm -hmm. undivided attention until it happens, right? Like, mm -hmm. I can't do that. And so I don't, I don't know. I have like, damn it, Greg, it's not even until November. Now I'm having all kinds of anxiety. And <laughs> I need to take a shot of Jack or like tequila or something. Oh, speaking of tequila, we're going to rabbit hole for a minute because this is a <laughs> So we're going to rabbit hole. I tried... By I, I mean my husband, because I am a civilized person that doesn't drink at big fancy events. Actually, no, I just was the DD. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, George Strait has a tequila out. Did any of y'all know this? Yes. Okay, yeah. have you tried it? No. Okay, look, let me tell you, it's worth the price tag, okay? Because it's, it, it's big. Tequila. <laughs> yes, Anubis. I know, man. I am your tequila girl. Okay, I got tequila in there. I'm fixing to have me one of my uh, Texans after this. I haven't had one in a long time. I have much interest in my sandwich. Oh, well, good. You should. <laughs> but his tequila is the bomb. It's expensive. It's like, I don't know, it's like between $150 and $200. But it is the bomb. So my husband goes to this big, I don't know, engineering conference right oil and gas conference and it was in san antonio which is where we're from and so i went with them and they oh my gosh they have like hotel suites that they like rent out i guess they don't rent out but they're for like the weekend and they like throw these massive parties in these suites okay and then anyways they had a tequila tasting one and so my husband tasted it and he was like that is the best tequila i've ever freaking had so i'm just trying i'm passing on his wisdom because evidently now he's a tequila connoisseur it's worth your money. On did y'all did y'all know that there is alcohol free tequila? I mean, someone explained this to me. It is and and it's it's actually like like twenty something dollars. Oh, okay. I'll try it. I but mean, it hasn't been him, but I'll try it. But why? Like, well, I mean, I know, but uh, I don't. You know what? Let me tell you why. I have perfect answer for this. It's a great example. So my daughter always wants to have coffee with me in the morning and I give her chocolate milk because she can't have coffee, right? I don't need her on coffee. So maybe when I have an adult beverage, my daughter's like, mommy, I want some. I can give her some of that and, and I'm not going to feel bad when she tells people um, that she drinks tequila. I think I don't know how I feel about that. Was made. <laughs> I'm pretty confident. It was made so your kids could have a drink with you and not get drunk. I like that. That fits for me. <laughs> How old is only, your daughter? Oh, not really. Only She's three. I'm not going to oh, give her it. Okay. I'm okay. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. But still, right? It's kind of a whole thing. But no, I know like it could be for pregnant women too, like because they can't. Maybe it's for the non alcoholics. I mean, wanna, like, I like, I like to think that everyone, I don't know. Do those people like, don't, okay. I know no. I don't, mm, I'm going to backpedal. Cause I was going to say, do those people exist? But in reality they, they do. So. Okay. Um, what about, okay. What about this? What about those people that drink and they drink very, very heavily, but they will still want to drink with everybody else. So they, so it's not them stopping. It's just, I like this maintaining mm -hmm. the Maintain I like we're trying to justify we're trying to justify tequila that doesn't have tequila in it to make, yes, us that feel bad, to make us feel better about drinking actual tequila. I really like this. 
Y'all are my kind of people. <laughs> Social alcoholics. <laughs> I don't know if they're alcoholics. They but it has to be the reason. What about, what about that? What about that? What about Modella? What about that non-alcoholic beer? They have that. See, I don't know. I just know the stuff that has alcohol in it. Um, That's so, so bad. Oh my god. My ex's so my ex's grandmother, she had um she was in a nursing home for the last like two years remainder of her life. And um they let her have one once a week. Oh that is so nice. Now that is a place that I want to stay when I get, you know, old and crazy. <laughs> I want to stay in a place like that. That is that, yes. This what needs to be a panel now. <laughs> there you go. It does. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I'm telling it's amazing you. What you can have the panels. I know. I you know, okay, as crazy as that sounds, I would attend that. I would totally attend like an alcohol conversation or like a whiskey panel, you know, and they all talked about different whiskeys and what's crap and what's not, and we could taste it all. Oh yes. You had me at that. I would I would attend all of that. So speaking so, of Chris, like, just Chris, real quick, when you, after the show, send me a message because I do want to talk about Fargo, anime Fargo. Mm -hmm. So, Bacon, um, insurance, like, um, I just got our insurance because we had to get it like a month before, and so we, we turned it in and everything. Like, what was your insurance like? Like, you don't have to tell me the price, but, like, I did not realize, like, all of this stuff about insurance. So, um, I'm going to be honest, uh, I worked the system. Since I worked for the city, I knew that if I was doing a citywide event, because anytime you do a citywide event, you have to submit a citywide application. And with the application, you have to have uh, an assurance with it. And I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? I don't know how to do that. So when I rented the facility that I work at, it's technically rented as a private owner and it was my back door in and around having to get insurance. So I didn't have insurance. Ooh, I like loopholes. That's a loophole yeah. and I like a loophole. That's so with our insurance, like um, they were gonna charge us a few hundred dollars if we had a bouncy house for liability um, we were say we're saving a few hundred dollars because we're not having any hemp or CBD. Um, we're saving a few hundred dollars because we don't have alcohol at our event. So something that should have, and I, and I, I looked at everything and I researched everything like crazy. And so something that was supposed to be like almost 5,000, I got it for like, under five. That's good. So I'm currently uh, working on our second year already. And uh, I've come into the insurance thing now. I don't have to have it until later next year. Mm -hmm. But luckily, uh, one of the places I'm looking at uh, says they have a, a, a person, a, a company they use that works with a lot of them. So I could try going there. So well, some of the some of the venues will actually cover the insurance for you, but some of them will say 
you have to have it. Yeah. Because when, when I asked ours, they're like, oh, you're good. So. And then, like, you have to have a certain amount of security there, and you have to have a certain mm -hmm. amount of police officers and a fire marshal and, like, cleaning stuff and, like, just all of this stuff. So our event ended up, like, our, like, for the actual rental, it was one price. And then all of this extra stuff that the venue is um, tacking on, like, it's making it so much more than the actual rental itself. And so, mm -hmm. like, but they're predicting, like, uh, how many people are going to be showing up. And, like, we're like, whoa, that's a little high oh, that's a little low. And so we kind of have to play around with it and stuff like that. And um, like, I guess they go upon how many tickets you sell also. So closer to the time they go. So they're going to say, okay, you sold this many tickets. So this is how much security you're going to need. And then they're going to average like how many tickets they're going to predict. So even if you don't sell that many or you go over that amount, it's not going to be any difference on your price. But I guess that's a good thing and a bad thing with our ticket sales. Like if we do a low number on ticket sales right now, then like our security and stuff like that isn't going to be that high. But again, like it's still, it's still very, very stressful. Like I get like um, every day, I get um, an email telling me how many tickets I sold. And I'm like, do I want to look at that today? It's like asking myself, do I want to have a panic attack this morning? Or do I want to mm -hmm. wait? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. usually what I do is I end up waiting until later on in the afternoon when I know that like I have a couple of minutes to like hyperventilate and then like I go yeah. on with my day. I'm fixing to get off work. Let me see how many we've sold. Yes. Let me well, go drink. This, this is my full-time <laughs> job, too. So I'm doing this 100%. I've been doing this this whole time. And so there's no, there's no way out of it. The only time that I have away from this is when I'm sleeping. And now I'm hardly getting any sleep. And I'm just like, well, shit. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I understand that. But I don't have little kids to take my mind off of this. So I'm like, I wonder if my brother needs help with the kids. <laughs> like, I want to get my mind off of this. Right? I don't know. Right now, Anubis's idea is sounding great. I'm like, I like after it before and after. Maybe during. If y'all see me with a flask, just mind your business. Okay? Don't touch me. We I, have we have some cups for you. There you go. <laughs> no judging, okay? I like this. This is Amy's gonna be hiding out in the kitchen. <laughs> hey, you know what? Don't tempt me with a good time, okay? Be in our VIP area. You yeah. in our VIP area. Even better. Mm -hmm. Even better. Okay. I'm just saying that's a whole thing. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like most conventions, smaller, big. Mostly I want to say like the small ones and stuff. They really are like an, a labor of love. And I think that's why we stress ourselves out so much about doing them. And right. see, I want it to be a smaller convention just to start off 
But mm -hmm. like I said, I have another co-founder and he wanted big, he wants the flashy lights and he wants the, the big blingies and stuff like that. And I just wanted to be, I guess for the, my first show, I wanted it to be a glorified toy show. Yeah. With maybe one or two guests. And now we have like, I think we have like seven voice actors and 11 uh, featured artists and like all of this stuff. And I'm like, how did we get here? Like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. haven't announced your last guest yet, then. I haven't, no. Okay. Or you're missing about five artists on your list. Yeah. I've been keeping track of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we have like a lot of cosplayers from like all over Texas, just because we want, like, we, we want our, we want to represent the cosplayers all over Texas. And right now we're doing kind of like this Texas proud thing. So all the voice actors and all the featured artists and all the cosplayers and everything, they're all Texas based. And even, I'm pretty sure, I think that there's one guy that he's from Canada, like a, a vendor, he's from Canada, which is really impressive. Like he's coming all the way just wow. to come to our little little town, our little city and our little itty bitty show from Canada. So like, I, I don't know, I guess I kind of felt kind of real on me like there. Like, yeah. you know how you felt real with your voice actors and stuff like that? I felt like, whoa, somebody's calling us from Canada. But but that one right there, that one was a hard sell. He, like, messaged, um, like, he, he, like, emailed or messaged me or something. And he wants to know, like, all of these questions. And so I ended up calling him and everything. He goes, oh, I've been doing these shows for a while. And I've never had an owner call me. I've never had a show call me. And I said, well, we're trying to be different. We want to get to know all of our voice actors. We want to get to know all of our um, artists. We want to know all of our vendors. So we handpicked everybody. So nobody just came in, ju that just came in without us meeting or talking to them. So we literally talked to all of them. Oh, Whether okay. through email, through person, through messenger, we talked to everybody. But that was also crazy, too. I don't think I would recommend that. <laughs> I would not. I let Greg talk to everybody just because, I mean, yeah, they can talk what to else? Greg. I get, I can be, <clears throat> I'm fun, bubbly and everything, but my, my emails can just be very like, yeah, okay, nope, sounds great. Oh, yeah, you're wonderful. You know, it's like, I don't know. I have this horrible, I have this horrible habit if my phone rings, I have to pick it up. If someone messages me, I have to respond immediately. Same thing with emails. I can't just sit there. Yeah. I can't just let it sit there. I have to get it. I have to. Like, it is my super, super bad habit. I believe in the, why not? Let's see what happens. Message that person. Let's email that person. Let's, yeah. you know, I reached out to a couple uh, voice actors uh, back at the beginning, just because I was like, uh, and I'd always end it with, I just would like to know what it would look like in the future, mm -hmm. you know, how to get them to come. 
like I know that this is so so short notice or that we're only a one day or something else I would just like to know in the future and I got a couple replies back about how much uh, how much it would cost everything I need and things like that because the idea I think the idea for all of us is to grow our conventions into uh, for me especially uh, is for go from a one day to a two day to a three day you know you, that's so I want to know what's the next step I need to take and I already make the connection so they know that oh this is the guy emailed me last year and now he can now he wants to upgrade again right oh that's funny Anubis I like that I need to do that I need to do that someone's calling me but can you answer there there's sorry I need there's to a lot there's a lot of moving parts to every show and each show's different it depends on the location, depends on, lo like I said, location is the main part, and the population, and mm -hmm. if that population's into that, that's yeah. all, I mean, it's it's all a flip of the coin, and yeah. obviously, it's a flip of the coin. Yeah. It's a gamble. It definitely is. Yeah, I, I mean... It makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. You got time to be nervous. <laughs> I know, but okay, listen. Let me explain. No, she doesn't. To you. <laughs> this man, this man right here that is sitting right here beside me, this little man right here. Okay. Let me tell you, he's had me nervous since the day he asked me in February if I wanted to do it. Okay. And that was a year and a half in advance. Because this man's like, Amy, we don't have a lot of time. We need to get all this done. We just now got all our get Amy, we need to get stuff done. Like, shit, it's not even the next the year it's going on. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to survive 2022, right? I don't even know my name right now. And you want me to start freaking out about November of 2023? Shit, I ain't got that far. I'm doing I don't even know what Friday is. What what is the date? You know? So there, this little man right here, he already has me stressed out beyond it. Okay, he's created all these little like groups, Facebook groups, and then this little email chains. And then I'm over here just like, holy shit, I'm drowning and I don't know any of these people and I should because I'm part of it. And I don't know none of y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't. I'm I'm trying real hard, but I straight I straight don't. I am not I'm not very good with that. But uh, yeah, see, so I don't, it's not that I have time to be stressed out. Greg makes me feel like it's happening next month. And I, I'm not going to lie. I've literally almost shit myself two or three times thinking, oh, shit, is it November? You know, I'm just saying, like, it's a true statement. I, I like getting it done. Get it done okay, early. There's more than just getting to... it. I don't know. I'm also very, like, I'm, okay, my computer desk is not organized. So take what I say with a grand thought, okay? Not for long. <laughs> it is it, 2022, but not for long. But when it comes to, like, structure and things like this, I am, like, very organized. I like to know what's happening and when it's happening. But if I have too much advance notice, then I'm kind of one of those people where I'll be like, oh, okay, well, I'll do that in January. And then shit, I forget, you know, and I'm just like, damn it. Damn it, Greg. Why'd you tell me so early, man? Like, just wait till the year up and it's on my radar, you know, because I own another business. I run like two or three different businesses and I'm doing it. And so that's like this link. He sent me this link like earlier in the week. And then he did text me before and he's like, Amy, do you? Do you still have the link? I'm like, shit, no, I ain't got the link. I don't know. I don't. Like, it's just one of those, you can't give me too much time to work shit because it doesn't play ever in my favor. 
ever? Um, I think for me, uh, it was me, my co-host, uh, which is my friend Drew, and then his girlfriend, Angelique, who was my, I made her my recruiting manager because she was so good at coming up to people and talking to them and telling them to come to our convention. Nice. I think at, at different times, and then eventually I got my fourth uh, person who came and helped us, which was my, uh, Cam. And at different times, everyone had a freak out. And I didn't really like stress and freak out until it was closer. And luckily for me, my co-host, Drew, the day of the convention, he was very calm and stuff. So it allowed me the last couple of days before it to be nervous, to freak out, to, to do all that. Cause you know, everyone takes a turn. <laughs> so I think that made me feel better. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to, we're going to ride, ride the wave. It's kind of my motto. Whatever Greg tells me to do, I'm going to do it. Also every little victory, every like, Oh, today we sold 10 tickets or today we sold a ticket. Take it take every little victory and make yourself feel better. Like today we got another vendor. That's great. And that's one more <laughs> today. Yeah. Someone shared our post. Awesome. <laughs> you know, just take the little victories. That's how you do it. Oh yes, I do. See, I'm telling you set the bar low. It works. It works so much better. Yes. I agree with that. Every victory does count. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the main things, like I said, is make sure you have fun doing this. Don't don't stress yourself out. And yes, we're all going to stress out, but make sure that you give yourself some time to have fun. Enjoy your show also. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I very much enjoyed my show the whole time I was there. Like, and I really like my my volunteers were really my friends and my mom who helped out too. It was just so much and overwhelmed, like the idea and how you wanted to execute it. And all these people came together around you and saw your idea and were there to help you execute it. And it was just, that to me was like the best part. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, definitely. Well, everyone, I know we're definitely over our hour mark. <laughs> Believe it or not, time flies when you have fun. Yes. <laughs> no. And believe it or not, Amy and I didn't give each other that much hell this show. Together around you and saw your idea and were there to help you execute it. And it was just. Where did that come from? I don't know. I think that was Amy. Amy, what are you doing? You're muted. Yeah, Amy, you're muted. I know. I know I'm muted. Um, no, my Facebook, I had someone that kept calling me, so I went to click deny on it and when I did it oh. on the video but it was frozen on that screen so I was over here like, oh, man. And I'm like, oh, wait did I just hear this and I did and I was like oh shit that's me it's usually never me so whatever Amy's having a shot after the show I'm gonna go call my text and I'm not even lying like I, I'm not I will not ever call it a white Russian because it doesn't have cream in it it has Mutopia, which is such a Texan thing, and tequila and whiskey. So it's my Texan, okay? It's just Texan pure and through. I will have one of those. I have earned it. I've earned it. So There you go. But everyone, we will catch you on Tuesday with our next show at 11 a.m. Until then, adios.